This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. If you're in Iowa today, Donald Trump would like you to caucus, even if it's the last thing you do. And with the bitter cold temperatures, it may be. <laughs> What's up? This is Mark K. Saves the Republic. Thank you so much for joining us today, folks. Yeah, Donald Trump said this uh, at a speech in Iowa yesterday. Got to get out. You can't sit home. If you're sick as a dog, you say, darling, I got to make it. Even if you vote and then pass away, it's worth it. Even if you vote and then pass away, it's worth it. Well, I mean, only if you're voting for Donald Trump, because look, if you well, imagine how bad it would be if you put on your parka and you put on your middies, mittens, what are they, mittens, 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 your gloves, and you put on your, your, your beanie and your scarf and you've got your big boots on, your red wings, whatever, and you go out into the, the snow, the bitter cold, for a sub-zero Iowa temps, and you drive to your caucus location and you get in there and you caucus with people, and then you, you say, I'm caucusing for, I'm caucusing for Ron DeSantis. Ron DeSantis, and you go and you caucus as hard as you've ever caucused before, and you're trying to get everyone else caucusing for your candidate, which is Ron DeSantis. And then you walk out to go back to your car, and you stop, and you freeze, and you fall over, and you're dead from hypothermia. And then the, later that night, what happens is you, your, your wife or your kids or whatever, they're watching the news, and it says, local man dies in bitter cold temperatures caucusing for Ron DeSantis. Local man, last thing he does, he goes out, he caucuses for DeSantis, and because of the sub-zero temperatures in Iowa, drops dead from hypothermia. Terrible tragedy. And then they go, speaking of the caucus, let's get to the results. Donald Trump has won with a whopping 52%. Nikki Haley came in second, and a distant third is Ron DeSantis. And now you're forever known as the guy who killed himself caucusing for the third place candidate. It's not a good look. I'm just saying, if you're gonna like, if you're gonna caucus, caucus for a winner, especially if you're gonna die uh immediately afterward. <laughs> I don't know. Listen, and I don't know if that's gonna happen. I don't know if people are gonna go out today and they're gonna caucus for Trump and then die. I do know this though. If people go out today and they caucus for Trump and they die, then Donald Trump's to blame. It's Donald Trump's fault because he told you to do it. He told he this is gonna be listen, if any in fact, if anybody in Iowa dies coming home from the caucus, if they die from hypothermia, if they die from a car accident, if they die from a brain maybe they have an aneurysm. And if someone is 118 years old and they go out and caucus and then they fall to their knees and collapse of a heart attack, if somebody is at the caucus location and chokes on one on a nut, maybe they have like nuts. I don't know what they have. Do they have nuts? They have a, 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 a bowl of nuts. And while they're caucusing, guy grabs a handful of nuts, throws them, chokes to death. Any death today during the Iowa caucus will be blamed on Donald Trump because he said this. Gotta get out. You can't sit home. If you're sick as a dog, you say, darling, I gotta make it. Even if you vote and then pass away, it's worth it. It's worth it, folks. It's with your God given right. 
protect your God-given right to caucus in Iowa today. And, but just definitely please be careful because here's the thing. We want you caucusing today. But we definitely want you voting in November, too. Uh, so that's going to be going on all day today. And, uh, and it looks like it's going to be some kind of a runaway for Donald Trump. Um, we've seen the polls up and down. We've seen what people are claiming. We've seen Nikki Haley is going to be uh, the surprise candidate that takes, oh, Nikki Haley is gaining on Donald Trump. Nikki Haley is just a couple of points behind Donald Trump today. This is going to be fantastic. Oh, my gosh. Nikki Haley is amazing. Well, if you look at the um, if you look at the final poll results, which I have right here. Trump's lofty Iowa expectations set high bar for victory, yet it looks like Donald Trump has a commanding lead of 51% of Iowans, dwarfing the backing of his chief rivals, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis and Nikki Haley, Trump's one-time ambassador to the United States. The big question today is not, will Donald Trump win the Iowa caucus? The big question today is, who will drop out when they lose? Is this the final day of the Ron DeSantis uh, campaign? Is this the final day that Ron DeSantis is going to be in the race for president of the United States in 2024? Is he going to pack up his stuff and go home? Is he going to say, you know what? This has been fun, everybody, but it's time for me to skedaddle. Is that what he's going to do? Or is he going to be like, you know what? I think I can, I think I can win New Hampshire. I think that even though I came in third, not even second, this was supposed to be a two-man race. It was supposed to be Donald Trump versus his, his uh, former student, his, his mentee, if you will, his, uh, his heir apparent. Um, it was going to be Donald Trump versus Ron DeSantis the entire time. And then Nikki Haley came in, spoiled it. Ron DeSantis's high heel shoes spoiled it. Ron DeSantis's campaign managers, they, they spoiled the whole thing. They ruined what could have been an interesting uh, interesting battle. And Donald Trump, of course, has been dominant. We can thank Joe Biden for all of this, too, because Joe Biden has put our country in just a terrible position, uh, as have all the Democrats. Um, and I think that's also boosted Donald Trump as well. Speaking of which, there's a couple things that I wanted to share with you, because I think these are in the midst of the caucus. It's important to remember that there are other things going on in the world. And one of the biggest issues is illegal immigration. In Massachusetts, they have this bizarre law called the right to home, right to home or the right to a house or the right to something. Um, and now Massachusetts uh, officials, including the governor, they have a right to housing. Pardon me. Uh, Massachusetts is the only state that has a statewide right to housing rule for homeless families. And with that rule in mind, Massachusetts Governor Mara Healy, Democrat, has repeatedly asked legal residents to open up their homes to illegal immigrants for whom officials are having a hard time finding beds. I want, you to, I want you to really picture this in your mind. The governor of Massachusetts is asking legal residents, whether they're citizens, born and bred, whether they're naturalized like, uh, like me, uh, they're at legal residents of her state to house illegal immigrants, people who have broken the law, house them in your, in your spare bedroom, house them in your garages. If you've got a guest house or a pool house, Turn it into a, an immigrant um, camp. This is what they're asking in Massachusetts. There are currently 5,600 families or more than 20,000 individuals in state shelters, including children and pregnant women. Uh, Haley uh, said, most importantly, if you have an extra room or suite in your home, please consider hosting a family. Housing and shelter is our most pressing need and become a sponsor family. Now, this, of course, is not sitting well with Massachusettsans, with Massachusetts with the Massachusettsans, Massachusettsans, with the people that live in Massachusetts, uh, for a couple of reasons. Well, number one, 
a lot of these people that are coming across the border are a illegal. In fact, all of them are. Um, and then there are also a lot of them are, you know, prone to criminal activity. For example, there's gang members. There's what is it? Uh, MS-13. There's Los Trinitarios. In fact, uh, Howie Carr, who's a radio host and a columnist, uh, Howie Carr said, can the residents of, say, <laughs> Dover or Weston choose which gangbanger they want? <laughs> uh, will the state take responsibility for guaranteeing the safety of homeowners who have elected to take in some of Healy's illegal immigrants? Yeah. What if you uh, say, you know what? All right. I'm a good Christian soul. I'll do my part. Uh, give me a couple of give me a couple of them illegal people and we'll put them up in my guest room. And then all of a sudden you wake up in the middle of the night and they're stealing your things or attacking your children or, or, I mean, just, just tying you. I mean, who knows what's going to happen? All of a sudden they're bringing their friends over and their family. They take over your house. Then they start calling for squatters rights. I'm going to be honest with you. It is, it is a mess in Massachusetts. And because of this stupid law they have on the books, the governor, instead of doing what the governor should do, which is pushing the white house to get rid of these folks, pushing the white house to uh, pushing the White House to say, hey, you know what? We hear you. We feel your pain. We're going to shut down the border. Uh, we're going to do that right now. Um, instead of doing any of that, they're not. They're just, they're saying, okay, this is a crisis of monumental proportions. We have so many people coming into this country illegally. We need to do something. Let's put them in the homes of private citizens. Doesn't make any, this is, uh, by the way, highly unconstitutional. One of the one of the reasons that the Constitution was so popular was about the quartering of troops. You know, the whole thing about that quarter. And I'm not saying that illegal immigrants are troops, but the government does not have a right to force any private citizen to take in anybody in their homes, whether, whether it's a troop or whether, whether it's a soldier, whether it's an illegal or a, especially a criminal. Um, that, is something that, is, that is something that is weird and bizarre, super liberal, and also dangerous also dangerous. So, uh, it, it's, I'm just be glad that you don't live in Massachusetts. And if you do live in Massachusetts, just know that every other state in the union is less crazy than Massachusetts about this whole thing. Every other state, no other state in the entire union has this kind of right to housing law. You have the right to your own home. Uh, but the illegal immigrants don't have a right to, uh, to house, uh, to, um, a home, you know, at, at your expense. Uh, and so I would say I would offer you and I look, Massachusetts is a beautiful place. They have some lovely they have some lovely places you can visit. There's some lovely bed and breakfasts and some inns and that kind of thing. Um, but there's also, you know, crazy liberals in charge. You know, I love Boston. There's so much history and I love the lobster rolls and and it's just such a fun. I love the Boston Tea Party is one of my favorite events. I love to go to the museum there and, you know, drink some tea. But at the same time, you got to protect yourself and your family. And if these clowns in charge are telling you that you've got to take in potential criminals, then uh, and look, it's going to be just a it's going to be just a minute. It's not even going to be too long before they tell you it's no longer a request; it's a requirement. They're going to before too long in Massachusetts. They're going to say, well, "Look, we asked you guys, nobody stepped up, so now we're just going to force you. If you own a home, then you're you need to use your extra space to house immigrants, or else we're going to, I don't know, levy a super a tax on you, or maybe they'll offer tax breaks to people." Who uh, who move people into their homes, which means that the people who are actually paying their taxes are getting screwed out of a uh, another deal. Anyway, that's what happens when socialism and communism takes hold. That's what happens when these people are given way too much uh, opportunity and responsibility. And think about it: this could be happening on a national level soon, because this is exactly what Joe Biden and the Democrats are looking for. 
there's something else that's going on that I don't want to get buried amongst all of the Iowa caucus stuff. And don't think that it won't. Don't think that lawmakers aren't looking at the Iowa caucus as a way to do things to you that you don't know about because they know you're busy and focused on the Iowa caucus. They know today you're focused on DJT. You're focused on Donald John Trump. You're focused on what Trump's going to do. If Trump's going to win, you're focused on all that kind of stuff. They know your attention is off the ball. So what are they doing in Washington, D.C.? Oh, I'll tell you what they're doing in Washington, D.C. They're pushing yet another continuing resolution on the budget, and they're holding off the government shutdown until March. Pardon me. They're holding off the government shutdown until March. Congress plans to vote on legislation temporarily extending the federal funding to March and avoiding a government shutdown on Friday. The deal will continue the laddered approach of the continuing resolution passed in November, which funded the first tranche of agencies until January 19th and the second until February 2nd. House Speaker Mike Johnson and Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer have agreed to overall spending levels for appropriations bills, but that legislation will take time to draft and pass both chambers. Johnson resisted saying publicly this week whether he would hold a vote on a continuing resolution as right-wing hardliners, or conservatives, have called for a shutdown in lieu of significant border policy concessions from Democrats. So what this means is, with a continuing resolution to fund the government, there is no subsequent measures to secure the border. That you people in Massachusetts, not only are you being asked to house illegal immigrants because you have too many of them, you're going to have more of them because Congress and the Senate are going to continue to kick the, the proverbial can down the proverbial road, and they are going to put off uh, the, the budget till March. That's two more months. That's two more months of illegal immigrants pouring across the border without any significant hope of it stopping or any con significant uh, concessions on the part of the Biden administration to do anything about it in lieu of a government shutdown. It's really, it's really, it's really disappointing to say the least. I really thought, I'm going to be honest with you, I really thought this whole speech, we should have held out for Jim Jordan. We should have held out for Jim Jordan. We should have just said, you know what? Screw it. You guys keep voting. Vote over and over and over again. We need Jim Jordan because Mike Johnson, he's not really he's not really doing it for me. Uh, anyway, we'll have more of that. We are live today. Even though it's Martin Luther King Jr. Day, we work today. We're very excited by that. Oh, one more thing I did want to mention is that Facebook, for those of you that listen to the show and those of you that follow along, has been giving us some troubles up and down. You know, we have this very interesting relationship and sometimes they take down content that we don't think should be taken down. But again, it's their company. They can do whatever they want. Um, and so uh, we've been talking back and forth with experts. We've been communicating with Facebook and we figured out that one of the best ways or really the only way, really the only way that we can continue to do what we do on Facebook, which is live stream and create content and reach an audience that is important to reach because there's a lot of conservatives on Facebook and we don't want to abandon them. That's the other thing too. People are always like, oh, I got to ditch the fake book. I got to ditch. I'm leaving. And I feel like that's a win. I feel like if everybody leaves Facebook, then Facebook wins. And all and there's a lot of people out there who are just going to be fed a bunch of stuff that's maybe not true, that's propaganda, that's dangerous to the country. So I want to make sure that we're doing our part to maintain a, a conservative presence on a liberal platform. Uh, but we also need to make sure that it's a, like we, know, we can't just post stuff that nobody's seeing. So what we've done is we've created a brand new page, a clean page that starts fresh it has no baggage. It has no damage. It has no community guideline restrictions. It has no, no red flags. None of that. It's a brand new start from scratch page 
And uh, we uh, we would love for you to follow it. It's facebook.com slash katriot. Facebook.com slash katriot. K-A-Y-E-T-R-I-O-T. That's it. You go there and you follow. We're at like, I think almost, uh, we're close. We're getting, we're closing in on 3,000 followers. We need as many as possible. So if you haven't yet followed us, we've been posting it everywhere. Go to facebook.com slash katriot. K-A-Y-E-T-R-I-O-T. And that's going to be our one of our new homes. Uh, the old page is still there too, and we're going to be using it. What we're trying to do is if we get the new page to 10,000 K, then we can bring back our live streaming. Um, we can bring back our live streaming without any kind of, without any kind of fear of, uh, of, of total censorship lockout and, you know, just deletion. So that's the goal is to get the new page to 10,000. Um, so if you could help out, go to facebook.com slash And we have great stuff there too. We're posting there every single day. We're going to make sure you get content there that you're really going to enjoy. Um, anyway, that's it. So tune into the Mark K show a little later on today, noon Eastern, 11 central. We will be live, even though it's a holiday and continue to follow and like, and listen to this podcast and share it with everyone you want, because this is our time. It's getting worse out there. It's getting worse out there. It's getting dangerous. We need to make sure that we do whatever it can, we can do, uh, even if it kills us. <laughs> even, even if you die, it's worth it. It's worth it to save the republic.